When you connect, you feel this peace, this serenity, an energy of wisdom, if you can imagine what that feels like. And the messages that you receive feel so true and relevant to you that there is just a calm and a letting go, a trusting in the universe that happens. Hi, I'm Gemma Petherbridge, and this is the Higher Self School podcast. Each month we explore topics that are perfect for the spiritually inclined and curious. So, if you're part of the awakened generation, this podcast is perfect for you. Welcome back lovely people. So new month, new theme. This month we are doing intuition. I do find personally that people instantly love, love, love this theme. Maybe they don't like it at all, which is absolutely fine. Or over the course of their life, they kind of start to migrate to this information more and more. So as always, this whole month is going to be themed on this particular topic. You'll see me talk about it in my social media. Within my school, the Higher Self School, if you're a member, you're going to get a few classes on this topic. If you're not a member and you're very interested, know that you are very welcome to join us and all the information of that is in the bio. But yeah, in total, we will have four episodes, two from me, introducing you to the topic, especially this week, we're going to do... Intuition 101, then next week I'm going to go a bit deeper, approaching and speaking about the potential reasons that people don't think they're intuitive. So that could be very useful for people. We've then got another interview coming up, sharing other people's point of view. I love that. It makes a big difference. I learn as I'm interviewing, but also I want you to hear different approaches, different theories and experiences of working with your intuition. And then of course we have the roundup fourth week at the end. Each month we also have some free content and a workshop that you can attend for free on the topics that we're speaking about. So the free content this month is a quiz and it's entitled what's your intuition style which I must admit I thought it'd be easy to write a quiz. It wasn't easy at all. It took me quite a few weeks to make sure the questions made sense and they kind of navigated correctly, but it is ready. If you, again, if you head to the bio, click on it, go through, you can have that quiz and understand your intuitive skills a little bit more and hear me gain some suggestions at the end to support you. And also, like I said, we have our workshop. So we do the topic throughout the month and then the final week each month, We host a podcast masterclass. You can really embody that information. This month, I love it, it is called Three Ways to Connect Your Intuition That Works for Everybody. And I promise you, the skeptics there, you wait, come along, give it a go. Come along, give it a go. Eve, like there is a technique within those three that will work for everybody and chances are, all three will work for you. So I thought that was the nicest way to offer a workshop because I want to really empower you all to be able to use these skills we're talking about. So that theme just made so much sense. So I'm going to get going with today's topic, 
If you wait until halfway through this episode, an advert will come up where I talk about how you can get your free invite for the workshop, but it's as easy as leaving a review and telling me about that review. That's It's no more complicated than that. Then you get your free invite. Even if you're listening to this past the date of the event, which is Thursday the 30th March 2023 at 7.30 to 9.30 UK time, If you're in another country so the times don't work or you're listening to this at a different date that won't work for you, please do not worry. Still do those, still leave the reviews and we will still send you the link so you can watch the replays. Okay, so let's start with this week's episode. Now you'll remember last month we were talking all about morning routines and how useful they are and actually I'm saying this now, maybe I should have said it last month, but I do feel they are the basis of a spiritual lifestyle and definitely the way to help you fast track from a 3D to 5D life experience. So just doing that every day, you will feel your spirituality develop a lot quicker than you'd expect. But within that, one of the things that I suggest pretty much throughout the four weeks of speaking about morning routines is connecting to your intuition. I do this every day. If I forget, I'm aware of it. And the reason I'm aware of it is that moment of connecting inside me, getting guidance, which I'll speak about how you do that, what it feels like in a few moments, but getting that guidance before the day starts, often it tells me messages for the day little things. Sometimes it's cryptic at that moment in time because I don't know what the day is going to bring. But by the time I'm in that moment, I'm like, oh, that's why my intuition said that. And it almost problem solves things for me in advance. So I do not get overly stressed. Yes. Oh, guys, little stressful moment actually I'm going through right now. I'm currently writing my second book and due to write my third book soon. That's stressful, I have to say. Um, But still, I use my intuition to write the books, I check in, I get the guidance of what I should and shouldn't write and it does just calm you because there is this level of peace that comes with working with your intuition. So I was going to say, I was going to speak about that a bit more. When you connect, you feel this, as you get more and more used to it, it also depends on how you connect to be fair because if you're using tarot cards, pendulums, things like that, that's more cerebral, it's more physical and you're sort of moving things around. But if you're going deep inside a bit like a meditation, there is this peace, this serenity, an energy of wisdom, if you can imagine what that feels like. And the messages that you receive feel so true and relevant to you that there is just a calm and a letting go, a trusting in the universe that happens. Okay, so I've gone deep (laughs) quite quick with that, haven't I? But anyway, the reason I was bringing this up to start is I do, like, it made sense to go from talking about morning routines to identifying intuition as the next thing. And I am currently writing as well, another thing I'm writing, an intuition course. So this will be coming out later on in the year. The books have kind of moved it to the back of the queue, sadly. But I can't emphasize enough how passionate I am about connecting to intuition. And I'm going to start by sharing two times that I've done this that have worked successfully for me. 
Okay, uh, you may have already, if you know me, you know my experiences, I do talk about these stories, so you may have heard them before, but for anybody who is new, so I have always been psychic, although at a younger age I would say it was happening to me rather than me working with it. So I'd get these insights, these downloads, these trains of thoughts, often through dreams, but I didn't really have the awareness and the ability to interact with them like I do now. And by that, I mean, when your intuition starts to share information, there is nothing wrong with asking for more information. Like be clearer, explain more, say that in a different way. I don't understand what you're trying to say there. And interacting with it, and I wouldn't have done that back then. I don't think many people do, but I certainly have that random dialogue in my head now. I just imagine myself with my eyes closed and you can imagine me kind of having a chat to myself back and forth, it must look hilarious. Anyway, so yes, I'm you know, I'm a normal person. I've always been intuitive, but I went to school, I went to uni. Um, I was very much into business at uni. I thought I was gonna come out of uni and go and work in the city. Because my family, my parents passed, that really was my spiritual awakening and really diverted me somewhere else. So one week I left, I finished my business degree, following week I was studying hypnosis and past life regression so you could see where I finally ended up being but I still then went backpacking moved to London and needed a job a job any job to be fair I did have a lovely job for a long time I worked for uh, not on the high street in London if you've ever heard of them uh, which would be like an Etsy for our US listeners and then I worked for a company called Alternatives who I now run full moon new moon ceremonies for and they're, they're just, they host all of the biggest self-development speakers in the world and they are, it's an honour to spend time with them, they're the loveliest people. So I started to come back into the industry but it wasn't until I had run my own business, so I went from working for Not On The High Street to wanting to sell products on Not On The High Street, like I said it's a bit like an Etsy shop, Etsy online marketplace. So I left them, set up a business, ran that with my husband, we think for about 10 years. Feels like it went so fast, that feels mad. And over time I just started to feel like I was missing something. It wasn't as fulfilling as I hoped. I had gone from loving what I do and designing and creating to really being this admin, the finance person and HR. So I was like, what's happened here? And over time, I started to basically bring in my passions again by designing products which had spiritual aspects to them. I'm explaining this very slowly. I will speed up. That's where I started to get into crystals. Okay. And interestingly, at the same time, because I was very, very stressed, I am the most clumsiest person you can imagine, no, I'm not as bad as I used to be, and that's the limiting belief, so I shouldn't say it, but I just find it funny. If I fall over, basically, I do it with pizzazz. I do it very well, and I'm very dramatic. Um, and then silly things happen, like one time, this time that I'm speaking of, I hurt my back enough, I had to lie down for 10 weeks. Very dramatic. That meant I could read a lot, and it was like I was sponging up crystal information. I could not read enough books. It's like the universe in reality, some people will agree with this, some won't. I completely respect either point of view. I think this is true. 
the universe did that via me, my intuition, who knows, to give me the space to learn or re-remember the crystal information. And I was sponging it up and I could see insights that you don't see from one book, but you could see from reading all of the books and then researching geology and history. And yeah, I went mad on all things crystals. And by seeing this passion and being aware of like, look how much I love this, look how much I'm enjoying this. And the thing that I created business-wise, which was very successful, it's a six-figure business, the passions had gone. It was it was work, you know, it's just normal work for me. So I was fed up of falling down. I was fed up of not really feeling like I was living the best life, although I was very blessed to have this business. And for a series of other things going wrong, I was just like intuition, like I've always been intuitive. I was not using my intuition. And I was like, you know what, this is that moment where I need to listen. And I sat and I listened. Intuition, what do I do? What do I do? I'm not happy at a very deep level, still dealing with all the griefs and everything as well. Um, the griefs of creating money worries for me, that was very inbuilt. It's like, how do I be a happier person? And it's it said something, this is what's interesting about your intuition. It will say something that feels completely random for the guidance you're expecting to have. So maybe I was expecting it to say something like, employ a director and take some time off, or downsize here, upsize here, invest here, something quite businessy. Instead, it said, set up an account on Instagram and start posting about crystals. And I was like, really? Is that really gonna make me feel better? That's kind of extra work, what's going on? And one thing that can happen straight away, just to log it with your intuition, it doesn't like you thinking too far ahead. It likes you to trust and be in the now. So if you start to go really, really why, why, i.e. what's going to happen in the future, it starts to go quite silent. So, I mean, I'm talking about a few years ago. I can't remember the conversation now. What does happen is you know it's the right way forward. These emotions, these energies come with the guidance that's so empowering and so like, inspiring that you want to do it so even on one level I was like really isn't this extra work on a different level I was still completely signed up to do it but I also said to my intuition I am not a fan of pick picking business names do not enjoy it don't like it I will spend ages analyzing finding my ideal name and then it's gone someone else has got it and I have to start again I was like, okay, intuition, if I'm doing this, you need to pick the social media name because I do not want that hassle. And sometimes I'll get a word, other times I feel moved to write and to get the, the information. Often this happens if what they want to tell me is foreign, is a foreign word. So it's not something in my vocabulary and they're like, I'll write it down and I'll Google it and it's a foreign word, which in itself is just mind-blowing and basically it spelled out or I asked it what what to call what my business and it spelled out the name conscience crystals which I looked at it and I was like hmm, okay wouldn't wouldn't have thought that myself would not have picked that name but yeah okay 
I kind of like that name. Um, asked my intuition why, and it said it's because it's got the word science in there. It's got crystals that will um, search well. It even, it even literally said that, it will search well. They said it's got science, and for you, you are interested in the science of crystals, and it will give you a bit more confidence. That word, the energy of that word being in the title will give you confidence. I was like, brilliant, okay. And of course, because it's coming from your intuition, that word was available. So the business is Conscience Crystals Limited. Moving on, fast tracking maybe a year and the Instagram is set up, it's going. I was covering one crystal over two weeks, so we're going in depth on one crystal. The following was interestingly going up really fast. There's clearly a want and a need and an interest for that topic. And people had started to contact me to see if I could run workshops with them, which was really moving me into the scary space of being a teacher, which I now love. I love being a teacher, but then I was like, really? Quite shy, I don't know if I can do that. That's funny, really, because I'm also talking on a podcast. That Gemma wouldn't have done a podcast either. I think I've said that quite a few times already. And again, tapping into my intuition. Intuition, what should I do now for the business? And it started to say you need to do Instagram Lives, which I was not against. I had already done some live crystal Q&As. I was like, okay. But it's like, you need to do more. You've kind of stopped. Do it again. Interestingly, about three months later, after doing a live most weeks, I got an email from a very well-known publishing company saying, we saw your lives, we can see that you can easily speak about crystals and we like how you explain them. We are looking for someone to write a particular book. Would you like to do that? I was just like, oh my God. And I still have a very good relationship with them. In fact, I'm due, like, that's that's who these uh, other books will be with. And again, guys, from your intuition, what the reason I share that is you do not know how an act today, an action, a piece of guidance today is going to play out. But on the level of your intuition, that higher plane, your intuition knows, your higher self knows. And so moving on from that, that's my experience. This is how I use it. This is how it's played out. If things are very hard, of course, following your intuition means you get less hard days because you navigate life in a different way. And on a hard day, you connect in, you get some guidance that gives relief, release, and also peace. So things are just generally easier. But it also means you're coming from a, the higher self again. As you know, it's in our name. It's what I'm passionate about, living in that 5D lifestyle or the higher self lifestyle, as I like to phrase it. And it gets you there because life can mean we sort of move away from our soul purpose. But that soul purpose is deep down inside and does want the our soul wants to realize that purpose it may be hard for you to do this is no pressure on my from my side at all and it could be that in a lifetime it's hard for you to do like a fulfilled life purpose but even to integrate it little bits and I'm going to say at this note when I say life purpose or soul purpose I do not always mean a career doesn't mean that you could be the most amazing hobbyist uh, family member animal lover it doesn't matter but there'll be a gift that you bring into the world that you do uniquely for you. 
does not need to be a career. We kind of, society tells us our purpose is our career. That's not, it's not the truth at all. Just, just so you know. So if you do connect your intuition, it's going to show you those joys. It's not going to change your job or move you to a different place or move you away from your loved ones. It's going to help you navigate life so that the, the joy spots are kept and it will show you how anything that's not happy, how to change it. Probably in a less dramatic way than you'd imagine, because it, it also, it feels like from my experience, it navigates those changes in a way that are beautiful, easy, and often slow if they're big changes. So yeah, connecting to your intuition helps you work or live from a high, from the higher self. It will move you back onto the right path if you feel you've got a bit lost or if you don't even know what that path is. It will help navigate that, bring those things in. The one thing you've got to do, which is easier said than done, is to listen and play out what they're suggesting. Doesn't mean you have to play everything out. Some things may be too hard, but listening and learning means that there's already a shift in energy and you just bring in what you can, and over time maybe you can bring in more things. Also, when you connect your intuition, you are connecting to a part of you that knows you personally better than other people. So when we go to other people for advice, and please know you can, I'm not saying don't do this, but when you go to other people for advice, you are hearing their points of view on you from their lived experience. When you connect your higher self, you are connecting to a higher vibration of a part of you that's potentially lived many lives, so is very wise and knows you personally. So it's it's going to be the perfect guidance for you. Now, I will say here, if it's loving and kind, it's your intuition. If it's very egoic, if it's all about me, me, me and potentially harming or against other people, our egos have kicked in. So just be aware of that. Loving and kind is the energy that we want to identify for our intuition. I'll speak more about that next week. So it gets complicated when, you know, I've just said, I've just described that we close our eyes, or I'll close my eyes, and I'll be like, intuition, and I start this dialogue. Sometimes I do need to relax more, and again, I'll speak more about why. But generally, every day I may do something different. I do normally sh shut my eyes and create a dialogue. I may open my Akashic records for some wisdoms. I may just connect into my heart or I may pull some oracle cards. But generally, everybody's intuition communicates with them differently. And a long time ago, I had someone explain to me why this is the case. So if you imagine, our intuition is going to use our neurons, our brain, and our memories and life experiences to communicate with us. So if blue is your personal symbol for calming the nervous system or calming down, de-stressing, it may show you lots of blue to say, you know, calm down, relax, take a time out. But for someone else, Blue could mean water, the water element or emotions. And for that person, it would be showing blue for that reason. So it's very individualistic how it communicates with you and how it communicates can be different. 
and it was explained to me that basically if we've all got different neurons firing, connecting in particular places in the brain that is relevant to the life lessons, experience, our language, all sorts of different things, if a neuron isn't connected, we would not get messages that way because it's not possible for us, but it would try and bring in the message in a different way. So it's a really good idea to be open to new information, to the, to the meanings of different symbols, maybe the symbology behind numbers, numerology, uh, symbols, actual symbols themselves, or spiritual symbols for animals, for plants, all of those, just enhancing and learning and developing your knowledge skills, different places in the world, different languages, gives your intuition more ways of communicating or bring those trains of thought in as a means of giving you advice and guidance. Tea break time everyone and a chance for me to tell you about this month's workshop. It will come with no surprise, it's going to be all about helping you connect to your intuition and the title of this podcast masterclass is three ways to connect your intuition that works for everybody. I promise you no matter your skills or how skeptical you are about working with your intuition, one if not all of these techniques will work for you. Now this is an online Zoom event so everybody can attend or can get the replay if you can't attend live, or you are listening to this podcast after the event, you can still do all of this and get the replay. So the event itself is on Thursday, the 30th of March at 7.30 to 9.30 UK time. All you have to do to get a free invite, it's as easy as leave a review of this podcast, then head to either my Instagram at Higher Self School and send me a screenshot of that review or do the same via my email and I will reply with all of the details. It's as easy as that guys, but it's also written out for you in our bio so you can head there, get the links and hopefully I'll see you at the masterclass. I'm gonna talk through the different clairs now how they work and how they communicate with us so you can understand just what's going on. Now there are four main clairs, okay, and these are the ones that are basically the most popular or the most used. They are called the psychic wheel and we've got clairvoyance, clairaudio, clairsentient and claircognitive. And what I've found or what seems to happen is well generally there'll be one of those that's more profound and as we work on that, we acknowledge it. That's one of the keys, just acknowledging that this skill of yours exists. The others start to open up. That's why it's a wheel, because you sort of get one going and then it flows into the next. But there are more clairs than this. Now, this is very much spoken about within psychic abilities. But in my experience, intuition and psychic skills are very similar. And when you are connecting for guidance with yourself, or if you're doing it to connect to other energies, maybe as a medium, or you wanna to speak to your spirit guides and stuff, the way that the communication can come through is similar for all. So I like to share this, no matter if I'm speaking about psychic skills or intuitive skills. So the first one, clairvoyance, is visions, is seeing. It's generally not physically seeing something in front of you that's not there, like a ghost or a visualization of something literally in the real world. 
can be for some people. Generally though, the eyes are closed and you are visualizing in the mind's eye, in the third eye space. So really in the mind, you are visualizing and gaining information come through. This could be the future, so prophecy work, so it can also happen in dream states. Or it could bring memories from the past to coming through. Or it could be that you're just seeing guides, spirits, beautiful colors, all sorts can happen. So that's the internal way that the clairvoyant skills can work. Or it can be, in my point of view, external. So some people would keep this separate, but I do feel this is a clairvoyant approach, which is you're looking around you and there's something happening that looks a bit odd. And you're like, that's funny. That feels like a sign to me. Or you you're not sure what to do about a particular topic and then you look at a traffic sign, the stop sign, and it's like, don't do it. So you put two and two together. And if you do, if you're literally thinking of something, you see a sign and you're like, wow, is that my intuition telling me don't do that? That's exactly how your intuition puts two and two together. With the train of thought, is that my intuition? So every time you have that thought, is it my intuition? It is, because you could have thought multiple other things at that moment in time. Now, the next one is Claire Audio or Claire Audience. That's hearing. And again, for some, they will hear, their eyes will be closed, they're probably meditating and they'll start to hear. Uh, with me, so, and what can be a sign that this is kicking in with people is, is a particular little buzzing in the ear or tickly ears that don't last for long. And that's sometimes within the psychic skill industry deemed a raising of vibration so that you can start bringing in the hearing. And I do get that. I did get that for quite a while at particular points. So how it can show up is you are hearing, you are talking to the energies, to whatever you're communicating with. Some people, this has happened to me once or twice in my life, you wake up to your name being shouted or something happening, like a shout, that's sometimes clear audio if it may, if it does not make sense to you in your real world. But I think the one that most people may have experienced or at least can associate and interact with a bit more is sound in your external environment. So consider the song that turns on at the perfect moment that has the perfect words to inspire you or to answer what you're contemplating at that moment in time or that really interesting feeling where you're in a room chatting away to a friend and then suddenly your senses are heightened by a conversation in the room completely different people completely different group but it's almost like you suddenly can't hear your friend and their conversation is super loud that's often clear audio because it's kind of tapping you on the shoulder saying, listen, something is being said that's relevant to you. We also have clairsentient, that's the feelings. So it can be emotions, but generally it's feelings in the body. You know when people say I'm getting goosebumps, or that's bringing me chills, that's the body reaction coming through, and it's sensations that the body can feel. So sometimes we'll feel energy go to the area of the body, we may feel an awareness around a particular sort of chakra point, you may think of your feet and that could be like, oh, I need to be grounded more. Or you think of your eyes and that's like, I need to see more. So basically it's the body getting involved 
with this particular kind of work. Clairsentient is smell. So if you're in a situation where there is a sudden smell that makes no sense for where you are, clock that and try and consider what that smell means to you. Is it a memory? Does it remind you of somebody? Or does that particular smell mean something to you, a particular time of year, an event? Is it calming? Is it stimulating? Like, what does it mean? Clairtangent or clairtangency is touch. And this is very prominent for people who do hands-on healing or creatives who work with their hands. That's often what's happening. Their intuition is the movement, it's the flexibility in the hands. But if you're somebody who can pick up something, maybe an antique, and you start to be able to read information about who owned it, who they were, that's clairtangent. And I, I talk about this all the time, but I've got friends who will go out shopping and they pick up everything, constantly picking up the whole shop. Now, in my family, you weren't allowed to pick anything up. So I don't know if it's natural for me not to or if it's very conditioned, but I will look around. I am a visual person, so I think it is more than just uh, parental programming. I like to look at things, but I will see my friends pick up everything and they are... Now I understand they are choosing the energy that suits them. So if that's you, there's clairtangency going in there a bit. Now clairgustance is taste. Have you ever had a taste in your mouth? You haven't been eaten and there's a funny taste. That's also a sign. And again, you would consider bit like smell like is this a memory what's going on do I like this taste do I not what does it remind me of and if you're really not sure remember if you're getting messages that are very unclear like in, just say in have the intention intuition I'm not sure what you mean could you show me in a different way and often it comes through in a different way for you then we got clear empathy which is the emotions and it's often that the word empath comes from this if you are someone who's super empathetic uh, but feels like you're taking on other people's emotions or you walk into a room and you're like, oh, I don't like the vibe of this room. Maybe people drain you quite a lot. Or you have emotions that don't really work with how you're feeling. So you could be having a very, very successful day, but also on top of that, quite negative emotions. That could be clear empath, you're picking up on other people's things. So it's good for these people to be extra protected with the energies, lots of black crystals, imagining a little black line around your auric field to look after yourself and really kind of checking in and looking after the energy body. And then clear cognizant, which is the knowings. And that is complicated. It's, it's very much one that I love and I work with. And I know very feminine energy, it's very right brain. But it's knowing no matter what, you know the right way forward. There isn't really an explanation why you know. You couldn't really give one, but you are definitely not doing the other options. You are doing that particular thing. And that's the knowing. So it's hard. I bet so many people listening associate with that. But how do you explain to other people who don't have that feeling how you know without knowing it's quite an interesting one. On top of that, like I've, I was saying, the clair, clairvoyance, clairaudio, there is symbolism that's going on. You can deliberately 
welcome symbols into your world, you know, the repeating numbers, things like that, using them as communications. We could use tools as ways to connect to our intuition, tarot, oracle cards, pendulums, all brilliant for things like that. Scrying, scrying is an interesting one. It's basically a hazy gaze. So you've got something in front of you that's the scrying tool. You kind of relax yourself down, you've got a hazy gaze and you look at this thing and you're seeing if it turns into patterns and shapes and what those shapes mean to you. So you can get scrying mirrors. I've got a gorgeous black obsidian scrying mirror. You just see the shadows. People will look up at the clouds to do scrying. You can look into the water and see what shapes the ripples make. And it's just trusting that the universe is gonna show you the right thing at the right time and it works more than you think. And then we've got things like tea leaf, tea leaf reading, which is really interesting and starting to become quite popular again, which is quite cool. Okay, so I am gonna finish by speaking about, so we've done how the body or how our intuition in general can communicate with us. Now let's speak about what you could communicate with because there could be other things going on and it's just interesting to know. So generally, if we are relaxing and seeking guidance, it's probably our higher self that comes through. What that is, people can see in different lights. Often for me, the easiest way I find to understand my higher self is we've got the chakras that run through the body and then a meter or two above us is a large opalized disc that's kind of a magenta color. I say magenta, could be different colors for different people. And that is the energy of our higher self. And of course, ironically, it's higher. And we're tapping into that energy. But generally, we don't need to go up there, although that is a method you could use that works really well for people. Because it's energy that's channeling into our crown and down anyway, we are experiencing these feelings in our body. What also can be happening is we are tapping into the neurons in different areas of the body. So as you imagine, we all know that, that we have neurons in the brain. So we naturally think we are connecting to the third eye in the brain, but actually you've got other options. One being the heart space, because they now, scientists are now registering that there is neurons in the heart space. You can connect in there speak to the heart so you drop your awareness down when you ask a question you are asking it to the heart you could go down further and connect to the gut and that's interesting because the gut the gut instincts is very primal it's very good at telling us what's a good idea and what isn't the fight or flight or freeze mode so that's an interesting one and very recently there is this conversations to be had now about there being Neurons as well in the womb space. So it's a very feminine energy idea going on there. It's probably where these knowings come from. But there's literally, there's the mind, the heart, the stomach and the womb space. And it's good to connect to all of them just to see what works for you. And I will say, even if you are the divine masculine in all forms, you can still try the womb space. It, it's that may sound obscure to you but it's still an energy space that you have available for yourself through the ancestral line so it's something that you could consider if you wanted to but that's when we connect to our own body and potentially our higher self we can also communicate vastly to other 
energy beings. Um, straight away, some people may be like, oh no, that's scary, horror films say don't do that. If you are living a 5D lifestyle, if you're listening to this and we're doing 3D to 5D and we're speaking about morning routines, you are gonna be a high vibe being. Maybe don't do it on a day where energies are low, maybe if there's been sad news in the family, things like that. I would just connect into your own intuition. But if you like the idea of connecting to other energies, high vibe, you'll be fine, okay? It's not something to worry about. If you do worry, just consider remembering your auric field. So a light body around you, kind of a circle shape. And the very tips of that light body, just imagine there is like a dark line and that's you just adding a little bit of protection. So it's as easy as that you to feel that enforced energy. So who else or what else could you connect to? For one, Mother Earth herself, you can connect down beneath the feet and if you want to go all the way down to the course, you're going deep down. I do find connecting deep into something is going to be an easier connection. If you're kind of just using your feet and the connection between your feet and the ground, it could be quite tentative or hard. If you imagine your energy is going down into the earth's core, that's going to be easier for people. Deities, gods, goddesses, their beautiful energies to gain wisdoms from spirit guides who are generally here to support us. It's always interesting to know what they're going to say. And spirit guides can come in so many forms. Be very open-minded about what you may experience there because... Well, I've got quite a few different guys who come forward at different times and they are all profoundly different. Some human, some not, some animal, some not. It's just all some kind of shape-shifting. So just go with it. No matter what you experience, it will be true for you, but it could be completely different to my experience. Animals and animal spirits. And if you are seeing animal spirits that aren't necessarily um, members of the family, past member of the members of the family if you're just seeing I don't know a wolf is coming to mind right now if you see a wolf come in when you're doing this work it's the energy of the wolf it's the symbolism to you of what a wolf is that's the energy the messages that you'll be getting but of course they'll also potentially communicate to you the similar is if you connect to plants again it's not necessarily one plant it's the energy of that plant, the collective, the ancestral energy of that plant species. Crystals, similar. And of course, you could go super high energy. You uh, Theta Healing does this very well, where you take your energies back to source energy. So for some, that's God, Creator, the Big Bang, White Light, whatever it is for you. You could work and communicate with them. And the final thing I'm gonna say is what you choose to communicate with potentially sometimes can give different information or different insights. So of course, if you're connecting to the gut instinct and the actual physical body, it does have a bit of a, is this a good idea to keep us safe or not feeling to it? It can be a bit yes and no. Like I said, the, the tingles and things like that. If you connect to the higher self, it's still gonna be a very familiar familiar energy like yours you know because it's your energy but it's going to be a bit wiser 
and it's going to be very accurate for you and how you feel. So that's what I'd recommend connecting to every day for guidance for you in particular. Angels and guides are lovely to connect to as well. With guides, and this could be also animal guides, plant spirits, things like that, I find they can be a bit harsher, is probably the wrong word, but they're going to maybe blunt with their advice. Sometimes cheeky. Mine are quite comical. I'm actually surprised how comical you think you think angels and guides to be serious and profound and mind joke. And I've heard other people say the same thing. But they're giving points of view. They often haven't lived a life here on Earth, so they don't understand what it is to be on Earth. So some people prefer to connect to their ancestors because they have that lived understanding and they have that connection to us, but also therefore they are human. So it's a human point of view. So it's good to kind of jump around and try different things. And then if you go up to source creators energy, very profound information, very interesting, always a good idea to try this, but it's probably gonna be energy or guidance more for the collective than you individually. Once you've started to cultivate the clairs and you've got used to them, then maybe you could start bringing in these different energies. Okay, everyone, I'll be back next week sharing some information or suggestions on how to perfect your intuition and also what to do when you feel your intuition, you can't connect your intuition or that you feel you are not intuitive. We all are, it's just making sure we read the signs correctly. Until then, have a lovely week. And as I say goodbye, don't forget to head off, do that review. And so you can join us at the workshop at the end of the month. Okay, lots of love. Bye for now.